This week on the Jock and Nerd Podcast, we review the fourth episode of Loki on Disney+. Plus. We're also getting hyped for the release of the first Marvel movie in two years, Black Widow. Geek boner! They're still making Transformers movies, Star Wars gets an anime anthology, and the Spider-Man No Way Home toys give us a look at some new Spidey suits. All that and more in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Monday, July 5th. 2021. This is Jason Mewes, and for reasons best left between you and your therapist, you're listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Snooch to the nooch. Check. Check one. All right. This is Roy fans out there. Let's give it up. Hey, hey, what's happening, listener? Welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we give you comic book and superhero TV and movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose. Jock and Nerd! My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Jock. He's the Nerd. Uh, Rug Boy is not with us this week. Lame. I know. We have, we have disposed of Rug Boy. There is a hand... <laughs> That no longer in his is in that man's <laughs> the slack hand hole. is free. That hand is free, and it has decided to invade another person's slack. Oh, hole. geez. Yeah, our, oh, our, our guest here. Yes. Well, I was going to go with the story that uh, I left the gate open and Rug Boy got out, and oh. uh, he's not back yet. But he's. I l- went. I wanted to go with the hand deciding that this little puppet was no longer fun to play with. <laughs> the hand wants to be inside a new sentient yes. object. Well, yeah. that takes us to the our hand, the, the disenchanted <laughs> hand from above. Is Pop maybe inside our special guest for this episode? You guys, he is a NCAA coach of the swimming. He is a director of the aquatics. NCAA coach of the swimming. He representing the Jock and Nerd Nation, longtime listener, Patreon supporter. You know him, you love him. Blake Braden joining us this episode. How's it going, buddy? What's up, guys? I'm doing well. You think I'm concerned? I'm the, I'm the rug boy variant this week. <laughs> yes, he's very a goal. He's very. Rug the boy. variant rug boy. I know you've been on my show, the yes, spinoff, which yes. no longer ha- occurs because I'm just lazy. It might come back, but <laughs> it might maybe it'll come back. But you've never been on Jockiner, or have you? First time, no, I don't remember. Yeah. First time, yeah, absolutely. First time caller. Yeah. Let me give you play, that. Play the first time caller tag. First time caller. The fuck? I don't know. I don't have one. The fuck? Uh, <laughs> Not funny. That was the first time caller. No, thank you so much for joining us, Blake. First time on the show. You, you know, you're always posting great things in the nation. I feel like everybody knows you. You're great friend and listener very excited to have you here yeah it's a pleasure thank you for having me on today yahoo so he's gonna do his best to fill in a rug boy's small shoes it's small shoes to fill let's be honest should be fine yeah oh he doesn't really have much to do he just has to (laughs) not like anything that happens like anything (laughs) not like anything take be very long-winded about his opinions and have Imran Imr- in- interrupt him, and I think we'll be, <laughs> we'll be, we'll be good to go. And then you have to, like, at the end, when you're talking about what are we watching, you have to say the most obscure things <laughs> that no one else is watching. I watched this anime, and it's in yeah. the Dutch language <laughs> yeah. for some reason. You can only find it in this one corner of the alley. I you watched got- this Indonesian <laughs> kaiju <laughs> movie. It was pretty good, actually. <laughs> 
There is an Alaskan ghost movie that's really good. <laughs> Anyways, enough of that bullshit. Let's get to some real bullshit news. The Jock and Nerd Podcast. And really, the only thing to be uh, Geek boner. excited about this week, of course, is the release of Black Widow, the first Marvel movie in two years. Spider-Man Far From Home came out July 2019. Wow. Oh, shit. Isn't that crazy? This is crazy. 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 Currently, Black Widow on Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at 82% with 168 reviews, 7 out of 10 average rating. Let me gauge your excitement. Blake Braden, you're our guest. How excited are you to finally see a Marvel movie? I'm 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 pretty excited. I it's been a while. Like you said, two years. So the anticipation is 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 building and. Um, I'm really excited to actually see some some MCU action again, other than uh, I don't know the, the the TV shows. I mean, we've been getting the Disney Plus shows, which has been uh, satisfying. It's Blake, give, give me the hit. Are you going to go into a theater? Oh, good question. Uh, yeah, I will. Oh, will. sweet, absolutely. I, I really don't want to pay thirty dollars. Anthony, this go. has been pre-ordered for us on Disney Plus already. <laughs> I paid, they got my thirty dollars. I, I don't think, but we, it releases at midnight, right? Uh, on third, I don't know, midnight Friday? or like two a.m. They do so, it depends West Coast. I don't know. I'm going to do. I'm going to see the. I'm going to go to a theater Thursday night. Oh, oh! Is there a Thursday? It will come out Thursday. They're, they're, they're night. doing the Thursday do showing Thursday. in the theaters. Yeah. Yep, yep. Before, and I, I can't. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, like, I have to oh, see it. Shit. Yeah. And I, not, not that I have. Not that I'm actually like particularly excited about this movie because i'm actually really not i'm just like it's the next marvel movie i'll see it it's been two years in terms of movies but i feel like i've been getting my marvel fill weekly for Uh weeks upon weeks now so that being a thing now with the tv shows has made me a little less excited about black widow also black widow is not my most favorite character i'm glad she's getting a movie because i think it's well deserved for scarlett johansson and i think it'll be a, a good movie but Personally, I'm just I'm just more or less I I want to see the next chapter in the in the journey of the MCU. Even though it's a prequel, I have, I have to check the box and see Black Widow. Of course, and even though we know it's a prequel, it takes place between uh, Civil War and yeah. Infinity Infinity, Infinity yeah, War. So. Yeah. Uh, but can it live up to the the anticipation of like we haven't had a Marvel movie? I've seen actually kind of mixed reviews so yeah i've seen the same thing right so i'm trying to like i'm excited to yes see another marvel chapter but we're getting the chapters on disney plus so it's gonna be interesting apparently there is a post-credit scene but it's like all the way at the end of the credits which makes me wonder when they shot this what we know this is a prequel scarlett johansson may be done as black widow she's producing this i think she's done i think this is the this is the baton handoff to uh, florence Pugh. Florence Pugh. Yeah, and which she'll be in the Hawkeye series. Yep. So we'll oh, get a new okay. Black Widow. And I think uh what that that character from Falcon and Winter Soldier is gonna be in this? Uh which one? Oh, US Agent? Lady. No, Lady oh, Girl. The, uh, uh, oh, old lady. Uh, Valentina, the Countess. Val- Valentina, yeah. yeah. So that was the one thing Faiji said is like the one thing that got messed up in phase four because of the pandemic was this Valentina Easter egg that was supposed to be in Black Widow that was supposed to come out before. They flipped it. So, and that also leaves me wondering about the post credit scene. Like, they could have filmed at any point. And so, it, did they do enough work on the next movie that we're going to see uh, it go? It, it'll be a, a teaser for another movie entirely and nothing to do with Black Widow. I, I don't know. I, I think I'm, I'm really excited to see Florence Pugh. I love yeah, the work yeah. that she's done. I, I liked Midsummer. 
Um, I know that was very... Um, it's a weird movie, isn't it? Weird, yeah. very strange, but she did a great job. And everything else she's been in, um, I'm excited to see her maybe like you know carry the baton. I think she's a great actress. I uh, I watched some reviews, which I usually don't do yeah, I'm in trying anticipation to. of yeah. a movie. Yeah. But I did hear that she's very good in this movie. And the only movie, I, not ironically, but kind of weird, the only movie I've seen Florence Pugh in, yeah. Little Women. Oh, she was in that <laughs> really? too, yeah. I've seen Little Women. And, uh, Oscar she's good. I, that was Oscar Anthony. That was Oscar, yeah, Anthony. That was, that was Oscar Anthony. That's an old uh, person. I don't. I haven't seen. An, um, I haven't watched In the Heights or anything. Any Oscar movies right now? But uh, yeah, Florence Pugh. She was good in that. So yeah, I like Florence Pugh. And then the other crazy thing this week is this Black Widow movie got another little social media buzz from the most unexpected place, namely actor Stephen Dorff. You guys know the Stephen Dorff from Blade. He was in the second season of HBO's True Detective. I did not watch that. Apparently, he was good yeah, in that. Wasn't that the worst season? Wasn't oh, the first that, season the really mid- good? The yes. second season was like shit? Yeah, the second season was shit, and then the third season was better, and he yeah. was in the... Yes, you're right. He was in He was in the shit second season. Anyways, the first season was great. But he was talking to the Independent, and uh, you know how everybody wants to... We think everybody wants to be in a Marvel movie. Well, not the Stephen Dorff so much. This is what he said. He goes, quote, I still hunt out the good shit because I don't want to be in Black Widow. It looks like garbage to me. It looks like a bad video game. I'm embarrassed for those people. He goes oh, he goes on to say, I'm embarrassed for Scarlet. I'm sure she got paid five, seven million bucks, but I'm embarrassed for her. I don't want to be in those movies. I really don't. I'll find that kid director that's going to be the next Kubrick, and I'll act for him instead. <laughs> wow, Steven Dorff. You think you're that, you're that good? Uh, you know, Blade kind of looked like a bad video game movie. If you want to <laughs> mention bad video game movies. If you read the article, he just bashes the oscars too he oh, says really? the oscars yeah. are the most embarrassing thing i've ever seen you have filmmakers that have no clue what they're do- doing i'm like oh my god what is he like then he doesn't like the I, mainstream blockbuster i think he just he just comes off very angry <laughs> well I've, I've read articles about that blade set where i mean you've got wesley snipes who's obviously uh hard to work with and dwarf's hard to work with as well i couldn't imagine ah. being a director oh god on that film i just i feel bad for who i can't remember who directed i know guillermo del toro directed the second one he was um, deacon frost in that first one directed by steven norrington but yeah i steven can't imagine norrington, having yeah. wesley snipes and steven dorf this is tough coming from steven dorf yeah i mean come <laughs> yeah. on dude you're you know what are you doing you're making commercials for blue e-cigarette vapes the <laughs> fuck are you doing aside from that he's been in a bunch of movies that nobody's ever heard of right here the past few years, yeah, uh, I don't, th- I don't think the next Stanley Kubrick is seeking no, out Stephen Dorff. I, d- I, d- I doubt it. Uh, he's, but, he's basing it all on like he, he said in the thing. He's basing it off the two minute trailer. Yeah, I don't think he's seen the movie. No, and he definitely he, he said he basically. You know, he said he literally said I made my decision off that trailer I saw. <laughs> what a dummy! How can you do that? Meanwhile, great fucking buzz for Black Widow. Now trending even more. Thanks, Stephen Dorff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, all the. All the woke people be like, he's sexist as fuck. He hates women. So like, no, I just think he's jealous that he's not been offered yeah, he, a five million just, dollar movie in a while. He just comes off very bitter. Yeah, this yes, screams sour good. grapes. Bitter yeah. much, Dorf. Back to your e six. Anyways, listener, let us know what you think about Stephen Dorf. Join our Facebook group. It's called Jock and Nerd Nation. It's an exclusive closed group just for you, just for us. We're all in there. Blake's been in there since twenty eighteen. Blake, oh, oh God, he's been. Oh, he's been in there. Oh, all right. he's been all up yeah. in there. And you always yeah. post great things, and I always appreciate it. Great conversation, everyone. 
Everyone's cool. I want to welcome new member Rob Dickerson. Nerd. Uh, he's actually friends of Mattel, Howard, Peter Kendall, the whole crew over there at How Do I Jump uh, Gaming website. So thanks for joining us, Rob. Sweet. Good to see a new member. Hey, thanks, it. Rob. I love that uh, the welcome John Bellotti gave him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was yes, you're going to get a, a harsh welcome because people are, and it's not me. They just get in and I just welcome them. I'm not hitting a button, Bellotti. Relax. It's fine. But <laughs> it's look. Bloody has one job, and I take it away from him. I, I understand. It's going to be frustrating. I feel it's, like the ones that Bilotti needs to jump in on are the ones that like sort of answer the questions but are like kind of sketchy. He needs to like yeah. jump in on those. No, this dude is good. I can vouch for him. Here, here's the thing. It is the best running bit we have now. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's almost like a great gag. Okay, let's move on to a couple of news stories about some uh, love beloved 80s IPs <laughs> that are still being made. This first one, uh, none of you, both of you probably don't care about. It's uh, Master Kevin Smith's He-Man, Masters of the Universe, Revelations. Coming out July 23rd, they put out another trailer that kind of shows more uh, about the tone. There's dialogue. You hear the voices. You find out some plot points. Anthony, I know you don't care. You didn't watch it. Play didn't it watch now. it. Don't care. It looks like the other one. It's fine. And uh, Blake, tell me uh, your He-Man history. How do you know He-Man? Yeah, so I I know He-Man from the Dolph Lundgren '80s film, and Excellent. I know him from, and from Robot Chicken. And so, Robot, hey, that counts. So my knowledge is 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 pretty superior to everyone here. So <laughs> you, you know, <laughs> no, I, I don't mean, I don't know much about He-Man. But here, look, it's an amazing thing, kind of like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. This property that started as a toy in the '80s just to sell toys. It's still been around th- over thirty years. Still has a, a fans wanting uh, stuff, so I like this trailer. The animation looks solid. Uh, the whole thing about the magic and Eternia and magic is dying, and how I guess the good side, Castle Grayskull, Snake Mountain, they got to join together. The sword is in two parts. He's got to put it together. Uh, but I thought the voice acting, everything sounded really good. What'd you think, Blake? Uh, giving this a watch, cold. Yeah, I'm 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 excited. I'm gonna watch it. Uh, I've got some time here in there July, so I'm I'm gonna try it. I know it's not like an origin story, but I I, I imagine Kevin Smith's smart enough to know that he's gonna get some new um, audience members. So it's uh, Kevin Smith. It's He Man. I gotta be. I gotta check it out. Anthony He Man will kill in a CrossFit competition. You should watch at least for that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't do much CrossFit anymore. Not anymore. So. Don't care. His snatch is amazing. Oh, shit. Yeah. Must be all that weedy I smoking. Bet. Yeah. Oh, Eternia weed is like the best weed. It's like from it's the even... performance enhancer, right? Oh, we'll get to that. You're jumping ahead. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it is. Sorry. Uh, in certain <laughs> cases, in certain industries. Okay. So the other story I got about a beloved 80s franchise is the Transformers. You guys, they're still making Transformers movies. Uh, Are they really? Yeah. That, but... It's not Michael Bay, and I think they've learned their lesson from Bumblebee, and it seems like they're rebooting these movies, and it sounds like it's going to work. This next one, it will be directed by Stephen Cappell Jr., who directed Creed 2. Okay? Mm-hmm. It is going to be another prequel, so they don't have to deal with what happens in the Bay movies. The movie is called Transformer Rise of the Beast, which if you are a Transformers fan from back in the day, that's super geek boner because they used to have uh, Transformers Beast Wars. Blake, you remember those? I do. Yeah. Uh-huh. What was the Beast Wars? They were like, uh, it wasn't the dinosaurs. They were all like animals. No, it's right. just, it's just, yeah, regular animals. And they, they had their own. I, I can't remember exactly the, the, the groups, the, the little 
uh, uh, I don't know the, the villains and heroes. They have their own separate group. But, I, I mean, it, it looks cool. Um, I, I don't know. It still has got Michael Bay attached to it. He's producing, correct? He's producing. But they're setting this 1994, so it's a decade between uh, Bumblebee. Bumblebee and the first Michael Bay Transformers movie. And it's going to take place in Brooklyn. Optimus Prime, kind of the lead here. And Optimus Primal. Brooklyn. Yeah, it's going to happen. In, it's going to in the Heights, in the background of in the Heights, you're going to see Transformers dancing and singing on the side of a building. Uh, but uh, Optimus Optimus Primal will be voiced by Ron Perlman, oh. which is pretty sick. And I think the original Optimus Prime dude is going to be in there. But I feel like they took a, a, a hint from Bumblebee, which is a lovely movie. And maybe we'll say, well, this what do you think, Anthony? Does this sound like it could save the Transformers franchise here? Um, Prime is the lead, and uh, I mean it doesn't sound. I don't know. I I, I don't think I don't have a lot of hope. Yeah, I will. I will <laughs> continue to beat the drum that Bumblebee was a really good movie. Yeah, I don't know too much. So this who's this director? I don't really Stephen know. Stephen Cable Junior. He did Creed too. He did the Creed. Oh, okay, yeah. right. that's right. Sorry, I wasn't yeah. paying attention. Yeah. No, no, then you weren't. Stephen Cable. I mean, Creed two was pretty good. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> I I don't have a lot of hope, but I, Stephen Cable is pretty good. They um, Bumblebee was good. Ron Perlman is pretty cool. I do. I always liked the beasts. Yeah, the Beast Wars the Beast stuff, War stuff as was a kid. Fun. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. This is the CG version. It does. Hopefully, they make fight. They have fight scenes where you can actually tell what's going yeah, on. Yeah, it's not just polygons like right. that's where, that's where I'm, I, I'm a little cautious about this because yeah. that. I mean, you had a, a more, I can't say it's grounded, but for Transformers, it was a more grounded Bumblebee story. Yeah. And it was mm-hmm. great. Yeah, and they had more human interaction and they had some more depth in the characters. And then all of a sudden, you know, they're going to come out with this film where they're going to have the um, the Beast Wars and they're going to have the regular Autobots and Decepticons. Like, I, I feel like they're going to go back to like the full CGI like clusterfuck that was the last like what four films five well films, maybe. i'm i'm hoping because like when bumpy came out i was like fuck they finally got this right after all these years you finally fucking figured out transformers so if you make it look like it's still a truck and car mm-hmm. parts apparently this is about how optimus prime becomes the optimus prime in the later movies and uh you know he doesn't see earth as his home so okay. he's he's and peter cullen will is returning as the original voice of optimus which optimus, is all, okay. autobots roll out it's great so i'm hoping they finally figured out how to get it right and this actually may be kind of cool yeah I, I i again i i i'm excited for it i'll watch it but i'm gonna i'm gonna be very cautious going into it just knowing the the, the background of transformers movies so far we'll always have the michael bay stink on it unfortunately yeah yeah and, and to just kind of it, it kind of makes me a little nervous making Opt- i don't mind optimus prime being the main I guess robot. Yeah, I like that. Um, it's about time he's like gets the I, lead. I still would love to see more of the Bumblebee story and them just have done a kind of continuation with that. Maybe they will. Yeah. But uh yeah, I just I worry that they're gonna add too many uh Transformers in at once. Too many Transformers. You never think that's a bad thing, but yeah, it's a bad thing. <laughs> uh okay, let's move on to another thing I know Anthony gives two shits about, and that's Star Wars and anime. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Blake my show. <laughs> I think Blake will be excited about this. Anthony, they have announced that their Star Wars Disney Plus is doing a 
anime anthology series called Star Wars Visions. And they put out, it's a coming this September 22nd. They put out quite an interesting special look trailer that talks to a lot of the creators and you see a lot of the art. And it fucking looks sick, dude. Geek the, you know, the original movie is heavily influenced not only by Westerns, by, but by yep. Akira, Akira Kurosawa, you know, samurai movies and Japanese movies. So it kind of fits perfectly. Does this uh, pique your interest at all, Anthony? What are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, he doesn't care. <laughs> Blake, are you excited for this? I'm excited. I, I See, like the concept of excited. having, what, seven different studios or six different studios yeah. Yeah. put their own kind of unique design into each episode. And you, you've got a – one of the studios is Astro Boy, which was awesome. I love Astro Boy. And I think they're going to, like, incorporate Astro Boy in one mm-hmm. of the shorts. I, so, like, I we saw had that. To. Yeah. yeah. But I, I don't watch a ton of anime. But yeah, me neither. I think it still looks cool. I think it's going to be a part of the lore, which I think is great. In canon, yeah. Yeah, but I, I think it, I think the idea that I, I it looks very cool as far as Star Wars. I know Anthony's not a well, look, Star Wars Anthony, guy. No, the thing no, is, no, we've no. never seen kind of Star Wars like this in oh. anime. And I can point to other... Uh, is this, and this is going to be on Disney Plus. Disney oh. Plus yep. with uh, seven... Canon? Set, I, I, you know, they said they'd let them play inside... The uh, Star Wars mythology uh-huh. do whatever they want, so I, I'm assuming it's canon. Was this part of the big announcement when they did it that? It was. Thing? They mentioned visions, oh, and right. they said it was. Visions, yeah, but they yeah. had an, another uh, a conference, Anime Expo Light, recently, where they put out this teaser. Um, but you can look at things like if you guys have ever seen the Animatrix, which uh-huh. is an anime anthology set in the Matrix world, is fucking phenomenal. Batman had a great one. I think it was Gotham Knights. Uh, had That's some right. Batman anime, so. I do love when anime and like stuff I love combine. So I'm kind of excited for this. What was the Batman in the, um, I can't remember. It was, it took place in like kind of the, there was Ninja Batman. Ninja also. Batman. That was yeah. fun. That, I thought that was yeah. great too. That yeah. was fucking crazy, crazy animation, crazy, like Elseworlds story. Batman yeah. Ninja it was called. Yeah. Yep. Will you check this out, Anthony? No. Okay. Moving on. No chance. It's literally, as you mentioned, Two the things, two you things don't I don't care about. I'm at sorry, all. I programmed the show really bad. Star Wars, which actually Star Wars, I care a little about. Yeah. Anime, no, no <laughs> chance. I just, no chance. I just picture Anthony closing his eyes as we're talking about this, like five minutes. <laughs> don't kind worry. Of I'm literally writing an email. Oh, he's getting work. <laughs> I'm literally done. writing an email about a, a, a bachelor party in Austin, Texas. Oh, you snap! Yeah, that sounds like a rager. <laughs> yeah. We'll get the stuff he's interested in, listener. Don't worry. In the meantime, here's what you can do, listener. Visit our tea public shop, jockandnerd.com slash shop. It's summertime. We have great summertime swag like tank tops and travel mugs and tote bags uh, with the logo on it and with the geek boner on it and uh, all these fun sayings. Sales all the time in the summer. Get your summer gear, jockandnerd.com slash shop. Okay, last thing in the news. Now, we mentioned uh, Black Widow, the first Marvel movie in two years, and I'm jonesing for... Something from Spider-Man No Way Home, which is coming out in December. I got to issue a spoiler alert here, only because before you stop, listener, if you don't want to know anything about Spider-Man No Way Home, you can skip to the next segment. We have, I can't wait anymore. I need something. So we're going to talk about spoilers from the usual place, which is the toys. So it's not a plot point. Maybe it's just new costumes that we're going to see. But anyways, I'm going to play this. Spoiler alert. Uh, of course, fucking Legos and action figures ruin everything, but there are two kind of cool costumes. There's a uh, a, a red and blue one with uh, the big gold spider 
kind of like a isn't the is that the isn't iron the one spider we kind of saw yeah. from uh, Infinity War? Oh, and, yes, in glimpses of in in Endgame and uh, in no, in far, No Way Home or what was it Far From Home? Far From Home. I think it may have been tweaked a little bit, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's like very little bit tweaked. But yeah, that's, that's so like a version of the Iron Spider costume. You know? Sure. Yeah. But then there's a black and gold one that's actually kind of sick. Geek boner. Uh, I, it looks cool. He had you know he had that black costume in Europe in the last movie, but it wasn't really like styled like a spider-man outfit it was more like a ninja uh but this one reminds me a lot of the symbiote black costume what do you guys think of this and are you mad that i made you look at it <laughs> no okay <laughs> no go ahead Blake. um so i like the black and gold i actually love the black and gold one i don't like the black and gold with the red forearms and red fingertips yeah that's kind of weird i don't know what's that's going a weird on one, but the straight funko one that shows just the straight black and gold with like the blue right over the eyebrows i actually love that design yeah i didn't think i'd like the gold but it's all right it works i mean you're gonna you're it's gonna be like iron man every every movie's gonna have a different suit so that's kind of what you have to expect gotta have a new suit anthony gotta have thoughts a new on the new suit i mean the the black and gold or not the black and gold, the one the blue gold and red one that we kind of already seen right oh. Yeah, eh, it looks okay. I don't really. I'm not the biggest fan of the gold on there. The black and gold one. I'm getting like some Power Ranger vibes oh, out of this one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I think with the like the white Ranger with the, oh, with yeah. the gold yep. trim uh-huh. and black. But uh, that's interesting. <laughs> I guess I'll see. I, I guess I'll see how it plays out on screen. I'm 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 curious why he's wearing a black and gold costume right? like that. that. Yeah. Uh, my favorite thing is there's a J.K. Simmons, J. Jonah Jameson action figure. I, I Holy saw shit. that. I, I want that. That's great. Give me pictures of Spider-Man. So my question is, yeah. uh, on the Funko one, the first Funko one, he's got like the Doctor Strange thing going on. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, oh, this is a little bit spoilery. So here's what I think is going to happen is like they can't make a Spider-Man movie with just Spider-Man. So Doctor Strange is not going to be the Iron Man mentor, whatever. Give him the magic doohickey he needs at the time he needs it because Peter Parker can't do anything on his own. Can he just like give him the power? I didn't think that's how it worked. I I, Maybe it is, but it just looks like he kind of gives him the power. Yeah, that Funko you're right has the like Doctor Strange logos all yeah. over. Yeah, yeah. And then there's then there's a shot of Doctor Strange wearing having like a shovel and I don't like, know if the shovels Uggs. going on there. Yeah, yeah or like uh, like not Uggs, but uh, Tim's or something yeah. like work like snow boots. Yeah. Oh yeah. What is all these are all spoilers? <laughs> Jesus Christ! What is going on? Is he gonna bury somebody? He's gonna dig a grave. <laughs> but what's with the shoe? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's got like Timberlands on or something. Oh, no, yeah, he's, like, he's got like snow. <laughs> on. And his his jacket's like thick, so he's they're somewhere cold. Oh, well, it, does, yeah. it, does, cold. it takes place in uh, Christmas, I believe. It's all oh, like winter there, oh, time. Okay. There we go. There we go. The movie is going to be during the Christmas time because it is in December. So let's end with this. Here's a rundown of all the superhero movies from Marvel and other places and TV shows we are getting for the rest of this year. I want to know what are you most excited for? What are you least excited for? Uh, we have Black Widow, of course, this week, July 9th. The Suicide Squad, James Gunn, comes out August 6th, a month from that. Shang-Chi, Legend of the Ten Rings, the next month, September 3rd. Venom, Let There Be Carnage, the end of September, September 24th. Eternals will take us into November 5th. Jesus, there's something every every month. And then closing the year with Spider-Man No Way Home, December 17th. And this is in addition to the What If series on Disney Plus that will be out August 6th. And Hawkeye and Miss Marvel TV show on Disney Plus. That is a lot of shit. Geek boner. 
And I'm just going to say I need Spider-Man that I think is going to be special December, end of the year. For me, that's going to be the big one. That's what I'm most excited for. Least excited for maybe What If? I don't know. Or Venom. Anthony. Venom. Venom. I don't know. I'm excited for Venom. Venom? I did. I counted Venom in there. Hmm, I'm just counting all the superhero properties that are coming out. From Sony, from oh. DC. That's so everybody. Suicide DC. Squad's in there too. Yeah. Suicide uh, Squad's in there too. I'm just saying all, everything. Oh, including DC. Yeah, I included DC and Sony. Anthony, what are you most slash least excited for? I guess least excited for... Black Widow. It might be Black Widow. It might Widow, be Black actually, Widow. To be honest with you. Yeah. I, I think it is Black Widow. In terms of Marvel, I wasn't even thinking... I don't really have DC on my radar. Oh, come on, that Suicide Squad movie looks amazingly fun. I can't wait for that. I wouldn't say I'm excited for it, but I'm not unexcited mm. for it. <laughs> okay. I guess, yeah, probably Black Widow, maybe What If, but I kind of like the idea of yeah. What If. I just wish you, I mean, animation is a little little different, right. but we'll see. Uh, most excited for, I, I would go, I would go, it's a tie right now, and this can always change, but it was a tie right now for me with Shang-Chi and uh, Spider-Man. Oh, wow. Okay. You put, I, was, I thought just you were going to say of, Eternals. Okay. Well, just, just because of Shang-Chi, because obvious reasons martial like, arts mar- well no just more the asian <laughs> yeah. thing oh, yeah that whole asian thing uh and it just looks crazy fucking crazy cool. rich superpowered asians it's gonna be amazing yeah yeah exactly <laughs> and then spider-man i'm i'm still excited about the possibility of it being like this multiversal yeah. trip with andrew garfield and toby mcguire showing it's up. the next time we're gonna mm-hmm. see multiverse even stuff. though they might not show oh, they're gonna, up everybody's everybody's in this movie everybody's in this fucking movie and it is the next like <laughs> multiversal trippy thing we're gonna get after loki really blake most least excited for what yes uh least excited for uh, you know what that the the venom morbius that <laughs> that franchise that universe yeah. it's so it's so broken still that i can't get excited until they start putting some pieces together they won't but, I know, yeah. so I I like I watch it. I'll go see it, but it doesn't thrill me because there's there's nothing moving forward as far as like putting all these pieces together. Oh, it's gonna be a mess of a clusterfuck movie, but yeah. I'm gonna watch it. Anyway. <laughs> and then I most excited. I have a tie, so I have an explanation for this one too. So I, I'm really excited for the Eternals, um, mm, and the okay. the reason for it is it's still so it's still such a mystery to me. Yeah. Like Black Widow, we we know the story, we know the key concepts of it. Suicide Squad, they've basically given us the entire story. Shang Chi, the entire story. I know more about Venom than I do about Eternals, so I just don't know much about it, which gets me more excited. I guess ah. the the mystery behind the 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 idea, yeah, of the movie, interesting Marvel, knowing that hey, everything else, mostly everything else they've put out has been has been good. So I'm really excited for that. And then Spider-Man three, I'm just I'm excited with the the put the new and the old, the retro and oh, retro two thousand two thousand ten <laughs> shit. The, really uh, dude, early t- <laughs> it is kind of retro. The early two yeah. thousands were twenty fucking years ago. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So that's a long time ago. Bringing the bringing the old and the new together, I think that's that's awesome. I'm so excited for that. I, I like What If too. I, I'm I'm in love with the What If comic book. Same. Um, but I can't put it on my my most excited if I've already got. 
Eternals and Spider-Man 3 on there. Yeah, you know, and I'll also, of course, put Miss Marvel up there, but I don't... I thought that was going to be your first yeah. choice. No, because I don't know the tone because the you just you don't you, you just don't want to b- jump into that stereotype of you. It doesn't have Kumail and Johnny that, in it, that, yeah. but it has Pakistani representation. It's been, it's been a few weeks now where we've been giving you shit about like, <laughs> things Ms. that are just Marvel. purely Muslim. Listen, I'm also <laughs> like an immigrant, son of an immigrant Pakistani family came to this country. I just didn't get superpowers. It's very similar. Uh, no, but I... I Honestly, I think Super Spider-Man 3 is going to be fucking big at the end of this year. So we should be getting more trailers for Eternals and Spider-Man 3. Maybe when Black Widow comes out, maybe they put out a trailer with that because they got two Shang-Chi trailers. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Right? When do you think weird? the Spider-Man 3 trailer is going to come out? Do you think it's going to come out with like Widow or do you think it's going to come out later like, with, with Venom? Because it's technically... Mm. Sony. Sony. Oh, son of a mm. bitch. <laughs> you know what? That is a good point because it is more of a Sony joint than an MCU yep. joint in terms of the marketing, especially. Yep. They're probably letting them call the shots yep. on the marketing, and they're like, we don't want to give Black Widow. I think it would have been smart to put it in front of Black Widow to force people to go see it, not put it yeah. out. You know? But yep. when when is Venom supposed to come out? Uh, September twenty fourth. Let there be carnage. There will be carnage. Yeah, that one I agree. I agree with Blake. Where that one's just so off my radar, like, and I don't know how that even interacts with anything. No, yeah, I mean, they 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 did the tease early on where it's like this is clearly connected. We have Michael Keaton's Vulture in this, yeah. and I'm still just like, no, you and, don't. I, but <laughs> even though even though they it. do, I'm like, it's. Mm, I don't so know. Also, is it going to tie into what the fuck happens in Spider-Man Three and the multiverse, and like what the fuck is going on? Is that, will we see something there? First in September that hints at this before we even get to Spider Man. You know, Blake, you might be right. They may wait till Venom after October, October, November. Just that's that's two and a half months before the. So that makes I think three two and a half months. I think it's been compacted. Like they're waiting two to three months now instead of six months because there's and like next year there's ten movies on the fucking docket from superhero movies from everybody alone in 2022. So. Lot to look forward to, listener. Uh, let's take a quick break here, play some promos. You can look forward to this. We're going to talk about the latest episode of Loki right after this. After these messages, we'll be right back. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. I see the potential for basically like another Netflix kind of paradigm shift where here comes this other major player. They have a ton of resources. Apple could change the way that entertainment is consumed. They say it's the only time this year that you'll have stars from each brand battling each other. And we know it's not going to be the case, but they like to say that and more power to them, I guess. Well, it's a big first step bringing all those superheroes together. There were definitely some parts of the movie that I that I really enjoyed. And then there were some parts that I I thought just kind of fell short of expectation. Part of it has to be something to do with how it's being promoted. And this is a thing where audiences do not agree with critics. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse every week on Apple Podcasts. And over a dozen of your favorite streaming and podcasting options. Transmission commencing. This is Wookie Radio. Translated for the Wookie Affair. I like that Wookie. Your hosts, Ken, Derek, and Mike, bring you the latest news and commentary from the far reaches of the galaxy. Uh, hold it. Hold it. 
I said hold it. Subscribe today on iTunes and Stitcher. I just assumed it's a Wookiee. Start listening today and remember, the Force will be with you always. Listener, if you enjoy the show, this is a great time to join our fan club and show your love and support the show. Show your love. Show your love. Show me that love. Visit jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. Jockandnerd. To sign up to support the show on a monthly or annual basis. You get bonus things. You get swag and everybody... Uh, as for as little as three dollars a month gets access to a bonus RSS feed, the real RSS feed where the show comes out early and there's instant reactions and bonus and hours of bonus things to listen to. And as we mentioned in the past, now five dollars in a patrons get discord benefits, which is that thing where we all hang out in a chat room. It's not creepy at all. It's become a lot more sophisticated. Uh, and uh, we did the one hangout. Blake, you were there with us. Thank you so much. For being a guinea pig for that. Yeah, it was it was a blast. I enjoyed it. See, Blake had fun. You'll have fun too. I think Anthony, I'm my I will go over this with Rugboy. I'm just kind of making this up off the top of my head, but uh the last Thursday of every month, I thought it would be a fun time to do a little hangout. Yeah, maybe. Like Thanksgiving. <laughs> sometimes it's four weeks, sometimes it's five weeks. Anyways, listener. Sure. Tentatively <laughs> mark down Blake, mark down Anthony's not gonna be there. Blake, mark down <laughs> Thursday, July 29th. Nerd. For a possible another I'll have stuff to do. We'll, we'll watch videos. It'll be lots of fun. You can hang out watch with us. Videos. Yeah, we'll watch the YouTube videos together oh, and comment cool. on them. Uh also I gotta thank Blake because Blake, you have been a patron of ours for 41 months. Oh, shit. That's an awful lot of love, Imran. That's great That's love. An awful lot of love. Well, can't thank you enough. We did for you. Like, so, listener, if you sign up for $10 a month or more, you get to pick any movie to force us to watch and review. Lots of fun. For Blake, we did The Crow, fantastic fucking movie. And Nobody, recently, which was also two great movies, Blake. Good picks. Thank you. Yeah, they were both good. Right, we had a pleasant great time. surprises for both of them. For I love the people. fucking crow, man. That's my jam right there. Yeah, I'm Nobody not gonna. I'm good. not gonna make you uh, review like what was it, Street Trash or Street oh. Trash was a good one. Whatever yes. that movie was called, oh. I, uh, Wolf Cop. Wolf Cop. I'm not gonna make you do any of that stuff. That's oh, that's for uh, that's for uh, other people. The other people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you. I, I I really appreciate that. I don't know if anyone else <laughs> well, appreciates it, but I really appreciate. it. Personally, what happens is when when you guys do a review, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. a Patreon review, yeah. I watch the movie like. After I listen to the podcast, so oh, oh. I, unfortunately, I would li- also like to watch quality movies. I don't yeah. know, well, no, Wolf Cop Street yeah, Trash. Don't, both of those you never need to watch. Yeah, yeah, just listen to the show. We saved you the fucking torture. Street Trash is oh my wow. God. That's oh no, I watched movie. them both. That's the oh problem. you did. Oh. I always watch them, no matter what they are. So wow. I, I like good movies. <laughs> yeah, I watch them. Unbelievable. Well, let's oh, get your quick shit. thoughts on. Let's just do Street Trash. What yeah. did you think of Street Trash? Um, so it. <laughs> it's it's there's not really a plot i mean there's a plot no, but it's, no, it's it plot. jumps so much and it you know you gave it a like half star i can't even give it any star like i can't give it any rating like it, it's not yeah. serving oh, a, a half star yeah come on the melt effects alone should give it one star i think yeah, i think i gave it 0. 0.5 out of 10 and i gave it 0. 0.5 because it exists as a movie i don't think i can the, give us uh, in my mind i can't give a zero so oh i gave it a zero that's the go. worst movie i've ever seen in my life Wow. I'm, I'm glad I watched it once, and that's once <laughs> is enough. 
But look, listener, fun stuff like that. Join the Patreon. You can make us do things when you give us money. I'll come to your house. Duckender.com slash Patreon. Duckender. No, you don't want that. Uh, you know what? All right, let's get into this week's review, fellas. Uh, Loki episode four, titled Four of Six. Only two left. This one titled The Nexus Event. Here are your spoilers. Strap yourselves in, you fucks. Spoiler time. Anthony, I'm going to test you now on how hard you raged this past holiday for the July weekend. <laughs> what was this episode about? What happens? Well, as we left off in the last episode, Loki and Sylvie are on Lamentus One, and this planet is about to explode, and the TVA is still looking for them. And while they're looking for them, Loki and Sylvie start to fall in love. And this causes a huge spike, and that's how the TVA finds them. And in this episode, we learn that the TVA even more so than we already knew, is not what they think they are, or nope. not what we think they are. Nope. As they're, uh, they killed the C-20, it looks like. They're, they're hiding the fact that they killed C-20 because she's remembering who she really is. And the other variant, I forget her name. Uh, Hunter girl. B-15. Hunter B-15 uh-huh. is very suspicious, and Mobius is starting to get very suspicious mm-hmm. because of what Loki's been telling him. You're all variants! And all of this is coming to a head... And they're all the TVA is unwinding, and we even meet the motherfucking timekeepers. Oh, yes, we, we see do. we see the secret behind them as well, or see at least a little taste of what is going on with them. So I'll leave it at there. Yeah, crazy episode, lot of reveals. Uh, Blake, post credit you... scene too. Oh yes, and uh-huh. a, a mid credit scene that's very important. We'll get to all of this, Blake. What do you think of the show so far, and uh, what do you think of this episode? So I I, I really like this series. Um, I like the first two episodes. I love the fourth episode. The third one to me, uh, I, you guys talked about it, it was short. Yeah, it, it didn't really progress much until the very end when they talked about how everyone was a, a variant. But I absolutely love this episode. I was so many emotions going through this. You got you got some funny parts, and then I actually was like in shock with the last ten minutes of this episode. Like everything that happened in the last ten fifteen minutes, um, just incredible. Um, I love the color schemes that go on throughout the, you know, they got the orange kind of TVA setting and you've got the yeah. purple and lamentous. Yeah. I love the color schemes in each area that they go to. I absolutely loved where this episode's going. It, it kind of progressed the story. Um, and I, I love, you know, the, you know, putting, um, oh, I can't think of his name, Mobius and Loki. I love their conversations. Well, that's, the, that's the best, the best part ever. Just in them series. sitting down. Absolutely. Some devastating prunings. Anthony, did these prunings get you in the field? Some of them or, you know no. what? I think I actually don't think they did a great job with the prunings oh, because oh, they were shit. so out of nowhere. Uh-huh. Like I, I felt like Mobius's one. I was like, Oh man, like, this should be a sad moment, but I, I, it was so out of nowhere. I was Dude, like, I was shocked. I was like, oh shit. Oh, I was, just like, I was more just like, well, that was shocking. But now this makes me think that the the, the prunings aren't a thing. Like, yes, they aren't, that, there's something they going on here, undercut right? the prunings. Because I did notice throughout the whole show, they're very liberal with the prunings. Like yeah, just the, the yeah. random dude in line. <laughs> they would just zap him out of existence. Reset for no reason. You're yeah. done. I was like, man, you guys will zap anyone. Jesus Christ. So maybe as we find out of the mid credit scene, you don't you go somewhere else to another timeline. Yeah. yeah, that's what we I was out. I was shocked with the the Mobius pruning, but then when they did it with Loki, sorry, yeah. spoilers. Um we already like, pressed okay, that button. Okay. Yeah. At that point I was like, all right, that's uh 
Okay, they're coming back. But the, the right. Mobius one actually shocked me. It did. That one got me. Loki's didn't get me as and I'm much. like, oh, they're, they're all coming back if they're just going to, like, prune everyone. At that oh, point. I definitely think there's a bunch of Mobiuses. But the look in Loki's yeah. face, because he was standing right next to him, and they just... It was after the moment that Mobius finally believed him and got right. the evidence. Well, Loki's like, like he's like, I just have to trust a bunch of Lokis, and Mo- yeah, Loki I gotta says trust on the two Lokis. Room. He's like, how about a friend? Yeah. So like yeah. They, they clearly like connected at he that point. He was on point. Team Loki finally. Yeah. Yep. Well, they kind of foreshadowed the the multiple Mobiuses in the 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 first episode where oh. he's he walks into um. Uh, what's her name? Rav- Ravona. Yeah, the, Ravona. the rings on the the, the rings table. on the table. He yeah. didn't remember having those there. So that is they, from him. foreshadowing potentially that. Oh shit! Yeah, and the pen too. He looks at that pen yeah. again yeah. and puts it down. And those rings may have been from how many Mobiuses have there been? So yeah, we, it sounds like the TVA has been pruning people whenever they start to get wind of. Yeah. What's and Ra- going on. Ravona yeah. has been keeping the secret, but I do question how much she knew exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't think she knew that the timekeepers are fucking robots. That they were robots. they were robots. They're <laughs> machines. They're androids, which is hilarious. They look like animatronics from the fucking Disney park. You know, someone put online. One of my friends put out there, like basically, man, like when they, his first reaction was, man, these these. TVA, these timekeepers really look fake. Yeah, that's so like, goofy looking. Oh, a, that's, that's it's why. just Disney trolling us. They are fake. Yeah, what, one, of, one of them had a fucking walrus mustache. It was hilarious. Did you see that shit? I was remembering back to like my eighth birthday party. I was like, motherfucker, these, this is the band from Chuck E. Cheese. They Chuck E. Cheese. That's it. what it looked like. <laughs> like they fucking it. Chuck E. Cheese did. I, you know, and I didn't think we would get to see them in the the laser, the laser pattern behind them was kind of interesting, and he also I, noticed I, the it MC. It kind of reminded me when I first saw them when they were standing up there. It kind of reminded me of Gozer and the Ghostbusters. With yeah. the oh my god! Yes, yeah. yes, yes, the yes, triangle, yes. Like, yes. Look. And the smoke kind of all yeah, kind of like coming yeah. down. Yeah, and it's no kind of the similar co- color Only scheme too. Absolutely. Did you say Zool? Yeah. <laughs> Are you the gatekeeper? <laughs> I had to put on the captions of one of the two of the TV or timekeepers. I couldn't understand they're what mumbling. they were saying. Yeah, yeah. Mumble. That's because they're robots. It's a mumble fucking mouth. It's got a mumble yes. mouth. So that was clearly. So some of this episode seemed predictable to me. Like I knew they were going to find them right away. Uh-huh. And I called this. They're going to have a Wizard of Oz moment. And they had their Wizard of Oz moment. So the question is, who is really pulling the strings Who's behind the curtain? Hmm. Who is behind the curtain? There's a couple of there's a couple of people. Kang. Couple, it, no, Kang, Kang, no, Kang is one of them. Kang is one of them. I, I don't believe that Kang will be introduced in a this series. I, I, I don't see. Well, it. then I think all signs after that mid credit scene will point to a yet another Loki. I think that's variant. the case. Oh, I think it's a oh, it's a bad shit. Loki variant. Okay, well, let's talk about that mid credit scene where you know you see him get uh, pruned, and then uh, Sylvie doesn't kill Ravona. Instead, she's like, you, "I want you to tell me everything." Well, first off, what gets to that point is Loki's falling in love with himself. Well, is, it roman- is it which romantic? is the most appropriate thing? I don't know if it's romantic or more than he found that he has family, someone he can care for. I, I, I don't get it as just Loki is just that's so romantic. self-absorbed. Yeah, yeah, that he would just fall in love with a with version himself. of himself. Yeah, that's yeah. super narcissistic. Sense. And I love the idea that if two Lokis join forces and fall in love, that uh, is that the breaks ultimate. Everything. That, yeah, that yeah. will break all reality. That's when you when you fall in when an Imran falls in love with a yeah. woman version of yeah, Imran. That's not supposed yeah. to happen. That breaks everything. That's not I, supposed I, to happen. I mean, the the way he was looking at her and his voice, like you can actually hear his voice like cracking when he's talking to her at the end. There, I'm like, that's not someone that's like. 
looking at okay, what, no, a, what a family member. No, or something I, like but that. hold on, I'll because I was like, does he lean in for a kiss? Is there any intimation? He all he does is he grabs her arms, and I like if he grabbed her face, that would have been one thing. He no, grabs I, the side of her arms, and he's about I, I to tell her. Blake. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, don't I think know. he was grabbing her, and he was he uh-huh. was like he didn't know what to say. And he you. was going to go for the kiss. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. We'll find out. But yeah, that is a that is a time uh, breaking event, <laughs> and you fall in love with yourself. So mid credit scene, he wakes up and he's like, "Am I in hell?" And in the captions, you could it says H E L. Yeah, which is one of the the realms of Asgard, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Where what's her name is his sister, where she lived. Oh, uh, Hera. Yeah, yeah, he's like, am I in yeah. hell? Am I dead? And you hear yeah. Richard E. Grant's voice go, "No, but you will be if you, <laughs> if, you if you don't come with us." And we see a shot of four fucking Loki's. Oh, it shit. looks like three, but there's four of them. You have Richard E. Grant as classic old Loki in his classic costume from the comics, his first appearance. You got kid Loki. Uh, you have a dude that's supposed to be. Uh, Worthy Loki or uh, boastful Loki, boastful Loki, who is worthy. He was holding the Molinier. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I think in the comics, it's a woman. And so they, they made it a big black guy in this yep. one. And then kid Loki is holding fucking crocodile Loki, <laughs> Croc- Alligator. Loki. crocodile or an alligator, alligator yeah. which yeah. is like frog Thor. Alligator Loki. It reminded yeah. me of frog Thor. Uh, frog, I believe, is frog or <laughs> so maybe he's from that. So, and then in the background, you see a destroyed New York City, a ruined Avengers tower and they've just introduced another young avenger in kid loki what'd you guys make of this scene i was shocked i i you know obviously the, again they've been foreshadowing loki's since the first episode multiple ones i just didn't think they were actually going to uh to show any any actual Loki's. and i, I didn't see until i watched a video after i watched the the episode i didn't see the avengers tower in the background i was so yeah, caught up yeah and looking at Richard Richard Grant's just yeah awful costume, but it, it's <laughs> funny though. But I, I was just caught up in wa- looking at that. I had to go watch it again. Yeah, it um, was there. But I I was shocked about that. I knew he, he was going to go somewhere, but I didn't expect New York, and I didn't expect between twenty was it twenty twelve and twenty fifteen or something. Is this a video time, yeah, yeah. A timeline mm. where the Avengers don't win? Yeah, yeah. There's a. I think that's yeah what they're hinting at is that this is a Loki version of Loki that won. Um. I, I would say I was just like, oh, look, this is I, I like in my head. I was like, oh, this kind of makes sense. They're, they're going to go to this path where it's just Loki's everywhere. And we'll, so I was more not like shocked. I was just more like, hmm, OK, I'm intrigued to see where this goes. I, I, I like I like the different versions of Loki. It seems like this, you know, this whole show is about Loki, really, and his his place in the universe. And we're mm-hmm. we're we're learning that in the multiverse there's a shit ton of them and they all they have an important place in this universe i think that we're, we're gonna find out by the end of this that loki loki's very pivotal to everything yeah that's in, crazy in the marvel and i'm wondering which loki survives at the end like will we still have this hiddleston 2012 and, variant loki and, and keep in mind this version of loki well not this one but the version we've gotten to learn prior to this series is responsible for creating the avengers yeah, well, that uh-huh. was right. That's so, his, like, every, his I purpose. I think every Loki is in, is, is important oh. to, to their universe. But, you know, the other Loki did get redeemed at the end of Endgame, you know? And, like, this guy is getting redeemed here, and you're seeing him, you know, discover and admit, you know, the whole time loop bit with Jamie Alexander and Sif. That was fucking great <laughs> because we haven't seen Sif 
Last time, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., not technically not in canon, but in canon for the Dark World. It's the last time we saw her, and apparently yeah. she's supposed to be in Ragnarok. Uh, what do you think of that time loop scene? He got kneed in the nuts for like 30 minutes. I really, I really felt bad for his nuts there. After, yeah. you know, over I, I, I was over, really feeling man. bad at that point. Well, the end, though, it was interesting. Like yes. he, he finally admits yeah. that he, he's like a kind of a shitty person or yeah. whatever. He craves and attention. Then, and then she doesn't knee him in the nuts, because yeah. she's still like, you'll always be alone. Well, and that's the thing is that's why I think he it's not romantic with Sylvie. It's just him finding someone not to be alone with. Uh, I think it's romantic. Okay, well, and let's talk about Sylvie. I loved the the more things we learned about her. Like they show us when she gets kidnapped, when she's a child taken by the TVA and it's Ravona before she's a judge. And then I love that she just escapes and steals the pad and and she's been. But this girl's been hiding in apocalypses. She grew up in apocalypses Mm -hmm. and we never actually find out what her nexus event is. Will that Ravona doesn't remember it or she remembered because she smiled. She was fucking with her in the elevator. Mm, she, just to make her feel like shit yes she was like what was my nexus event she goes you know what i don't remember and she smiles like she knew that reminded me of when uh thanos confronts scarlet witch and she's like yes. uh you know you took everything from me he's like i don't even know, know who you, you are yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's just like i don't know what <laughs> you're talking about a couple times where he did that, that. there's yeah. also a scene in guardians where uh ronin where drax is like you killed my family or something along those lines he's like I don't even remember killing your family because they were insignificant. Oh, shit. It's like the ultimate like villain insult. Yeah, it where is. Like, when you don't remember. When they remember. ask you yeah. what's yeah. going on and yeah. you're like, I don't even know who you are. Like, I don't, you're nothing to That's me. That's worse you, than the what, answer. The, the most tragic thing in your yeah. life was you a blip in my nothing. life. Yep. Yeah. I do love when they do that in movies because it yeah. is fucking brutal. Brutal. Yeah. Uh, a little Easter egg when Mobius is talking to B-15 and he's like, we brought in Kree, Titans, and vampires. And I'm like, oh, oh shit. shit. Are they setting up fucking Blade? Yeah, Screen Crush, when I follow Screen Crush and they're like, this is the first time Marvel's ever acknowledged vampires. Oh, is that right? In the MCU. Oh, shit. They did mention them in kind of a comedic bit. They they did mention them in, in Ragnarok when, uh, Korg no, was holding, when Korg was holding the three, he was holding oh, yes. a spear. Oh, right, yes. right. And said that the the spear is only good if you have three vampires standing right next to you because <laughs> it's gonna throw yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's a great <laughs> that's just a great Taika Waititi vampire joke which he he's good at you know uh, I do oh, remember right. that is actually the first time they mentioned vampires get out of here ghost <laughs> get out of here ghost yeah. the fucking wall <laughs> like ten seconds after the guy leaves I didn't make enough pamphlets for the revolution <laughs> I can't wait to see Quark again in 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 Love and Thunder it's a revolution he's so the day. Another Doug. Another Doug. <laughs> so funny. Uh, oh, Doug's dead. Uh, Doug, yeah, oh, it's so Doug's funny. Uh, so Blake, All like, those, those enforcements are no longer. What does he say? That foundation is no longer there after the planet blows up. He's like, we can rebuild. It has a strong foundation. It blows up. Oh, that foundation's no longer there. <laughs> yeah, that's they made a joke about the death of Asgard, yep. the destruction oh, yeah. of Asgard. The destruction, the genocide Just- of like. Thousands yeah, of people played it for a joke. Nine thousand people. We found out. We find out. 9, in the show. It was nine thousand people. Small planet. Nine thousand people. Yeah. yeah, that is a tight knit. That's community. not even. That's like that's less people than where Blake Braden's from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. it's a town. Southern than... Terre Haute, Indiana. <laughs> <don't like> <laughs> from the Bible Belt. No, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so, close. like you said, Blake, when Loki and Mobius sit down and talk, it's always great. I love the moment when he lies to Loki and tells him they pruned Sylvie. And you fucking see it in his face, and and fucking Mobius calls him out, uh, and it's so good because then you do see 
I again, I can't determine. Yeah, if it's so the, the conversation that that mm. that Mobius and Loki had in that situation makes me believe even more that he is romantically in love with Sylvie mm, because same. of that conversation. Because he, I mean, it, it just it makes sense within the episode and, and going along with how they started the episode off. They were holding hands, or they were yep, kind of yep, just like, yep. and then moving on to the the Mobius and Loki, con- and then moving on to the very end where he's like holding her arm again in the yeah. same way that he did the very beginning. I'm like, it really does look like more of a romantic relationship than a, a friendship. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, what else? A couple of great lines. I did love that line where Mobius goes, you know where I'd want to go? Maybe my old life. Maybe I had a jet ski. Yeah. And <laughs> the that, man a damn jet ski. The man I mean, this, a this jet series ski. is clearly going to end with him on a jet ski. Riding better in the jet ski. Back oh. in the 90s, on a jet ski, going out to I Need a Hero. Drinking Josta Cola. Drinking Josta Cola. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> here was a couple of questions. Let me ask you guys this. And this oh, was, wait, yeah. before you uh, get into the questions, yeah. I just have a couple small criticisms. Yeah, so, yeah we... one of them is a criticism. Maybe it's okay. the same. What uh-huh. is it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I still think the CGI at times is a little spotty. Uh-huh. And I've come to determine that the fight scenes are really bad. They're not good. Oh, they're, they're very not, yeah. quick cut. Yeah. They're very, like, you don't even really see what the action is. And the, what furthermore, what makes the fight scenes even worse is I don't think the show needs them. No, it like, doesn't. The show really yeah. doesn't need fight scenes like yeah. that. I, yeah. Especially with people with powers. But even if, even so, this show is much more, like, heady and, like, you know, like, your place in the universe, a mystery I feel like Marvel's just throwing in the fight scenes just to be like, it's still a superhero show, and it, it doesn't need to be that. It's it's yeah, about Loki. I this agree. is not a superhero. We don't need to see him fighting. We don't need to see the versions of Loki in hand-to-hand combat. Like It seems forced. Like they it. just, yeah. Yeah. Well, they're like, we have to put in some fighting. No, you it, don't. You don't. It just if, it feels to me, and I'm going to embarrass myself here a little bit, it feels to me like, so when I was in high school, I was in show choir. Oh, and nice. We would have oh. to we would have to learn choreography. And the very beginning of the choreography is just taking it step by step right. and going very slowly through emotions. Honestly, it feels like they're in that first stage oh, of the fighting shit. sequence where they're like, okay, I'm going to put my arm up and you smack you my arm. It. It's like very slow, here. point to point, mm-hmm. very stiff, very slow, and it's not very well planned out. So it, yeah. it reminds yeah. me of that. It wasn't very – not much detail to it. And it's oh. kind of like, okay, we're just going to you know put in these couple fight scenes and we're going to quick cut and we're only going to – Show like you only have to do like two moves before we uh, actually stop and cut. Yeah, yeah it else. does seem like, as you pointed out, they're just kind of making it up on the spot. Yeah. Like, okay, we got a fight scene here. It's not well choreographed. What can we do? What, yeah. what can we shoot in this next hour now, that's going to look okay? Look, Falcon and Winter Soldier, you gave us amazing fight scenes. That shit was dope. You know, you clearly mm-hmm. had guys there working with you. Fantastic. You don't need to do it in this one. Mm-hmm. They're fucking gods. They are a little more elegant than just punching people. Yeah, uh, you don't you don't need them it's it's uh here is my other criticism what happened so in the very beginning they find they see the one spike when they're about to kiss or hold hands or whatever the uh-huh. fuck but the main timeline is clean didn't she set off a bunch of fucking charges uh-huh. i thought yeah. that was gonna be a thing the, apparently they went and cleaned it up off screen and now it's done <laughs> the fuck is this yeah they they built that up as a, a kind of a big thing oh, i that thought was that the, was yeah. the, the catalyst of everything and, happening yeah me too and and you would like put a, together a list of easter eggs of where the, she had decided to set Meant off those nothing. charges yeah i think the a waste of my a fucking dis- time. it's disappointing it's disappointing that wasn't a thing. So that brings up the larger thematic question of Sylvie mentions 
the natural state of the universe is chaos, she says. Are they hinting at that maybe the fractured multiverse timelines is how the universe actually is supposed to be? And whoever is pulling the strings of the timekeeper is keeping this one timeline selfishly together, but that's not what the universe wants. Does anybody get that? I, I, I've changed my theory. At first, I thought there was one timeline. I don't think there now is. I think there's always been uh-huh. multiple yes, timelines. Yes. And I think they're just trying to keep this one in check. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, again, I think this is going down to, I think this might be the evil Loki. And I still think it's potentially the Loki, the version of the timeline where he gets to, where he exists in some way. Yeah. He needed to, he needs to keep it going. And, and Loki said it best. He said, they thrive and survive in chaos. Yeah, they always they don't die. They always survive somehow. Yeah, the and they, they always cause chaos, and they they like to be around chaos. So it makes sense that there are multiple timelines of that kind of chaos universe theory. Another interesting uh, detail in, in where the uh, the timekeepers were, which kind of looked like a laser tag arena, also right. Right, but they had, if you notice, they had the MC Escher repeating steps that like go up and go nowhere and kind of loop around like all over the place. Mm. which was a nice little touch. I love MC Escher. Um, yeah, I think we'll see Mobius again. Uh-huh. I think this is either Kang or another Loki pulling the strings. So can I like, I, I did a little half-ass research in the, yeah. the time yes. that I had. Okay. Another like good half-ass research. That's my, that's my specialty. <laughs> that's actually. a whole half-ass more than Anthony has ever I, that's, done. I, I, that's a course I teach. <laughs> yeah. Half-ass so, at the college I teach at. You, and you could you take this with a grain of salt. But I, I went on IMDb because they actually, they finally listed everyone's episode totals. Okay. So, and that kind of helped me figure out who's still yeah. going to be in it. Yeah. Who's still left. Owen Wilson's in five episodes, so he's oh, going to be in the shit. last two. Okay, okay. Oh, look at you gotcha. spoiling yeah, everything. Yeah, because there was Spoiler one alert. he wasn't in at all, that one. Spoiler yeah. alert. Spoiler alert. We're spo- we're t- <laughs> Spoiler no, this alert. is good. Go ahead. We got two uh, episodes left. Shit has got to happen now. Hunter C20's in four episodes. Again, this, this might not be true because I think in the trailers it's already kind of like proved this wrong. But Hunter C40's in four episodes, so she's has in she the last- been in Four she's yet? in one. No. She's in one more. Oh, okay. She got one more. Mm. Oh, yeah. fuck. So, oh, okay. Uh, mm. Richard E. Grant's in three episodes, and you got this from IMDb. Yeah, yes. it tells you how many episodes. So he's going to yeah. be in the oh. next two episodes. I don't want to completely shit, but IMDb has led me astray. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. All right. So that's what I'm saying. Again, the, the, this could go either way. The the kid Loki, Jack Vale, is. It says it's only in. He's only in one episode. Oh. The last one. So I, if he's in more than just kind of completely blow all of this off, which is possible. Yeah. Um, and then the boastful Loki was supposedly only in the last episode we saw. Okay. The fourth. Okay. So, so um, Richard E. Grant is a big name. I would think we're going to get more from his Loki. Absolutely. Which, and he's wearing the old school Loki. Yeah, he's wearing the yeah. classic Loki. And we also, in the trailer, you've seen that clip of President Loki, which looks like this is where we see him in the trailer in a ruined city. He may be pulling the strings. We haven't seen him yet. No, man. So... You know, I'm interested to see what uh, what this universe is with all the Lokis. And, and how many, yeah, like. and do other prudent people go there or do they go did somewhere you, else? Did you both watch the, like, the, the trailer for the, the, like, the last two episodes? No. No. Is okay. there a trailer out? Yes, there is. Oh. I'll, I'll watch it after the show. Okay. Well, I'm expecting big things in episode five and six. Two okay, more I won't. Left. I won't. I won't even spoil that. It it shows you a lot in the, oh, the trailer, this. so oh, you, you might not want to watch it. But 
right. I'm not gonna watch. Well, it. I'm, I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna watch it. Did anyone think the theremin music in the episode gave you like a very old classic Star Trek vibe? I do love that they use theremin music in Ravona's uh, office yeah. because yeah, and th- that is the beginning of Star Trek. But the theremin is just a weird instrument to like uh-huh. listen to for fun. Yeah, but I love like the old school seventies, the whole vibe in there, and. Yeah hopefully they explain that pen but i want to talk about <laughs> i want to know what the fuck is up with that pen i do want to talk about these memes that have been popping up uh about the young avengers team because we have a yep, whole bunch of people it. dude we got like seven eight people we have already here you go you got wiccan and speed from wandavision right mm-hmm. they just added kid loki could be part of the young avengers yep. you have patriot elijah from uh falcon and winter soldier mm-hmm. the dude's grandson uh, Kate Bishop will be introduced in the Hawkeye show. Miss Marvel will be introduced in her show. Stature is uh, Scott Lang's kid that is grown up now. We'll probably see her in Iron Man okay. 3. He got okay. Riri Williams as Ironheart. Uh, a Miss yep. America, America Chavez. She's also s- scheduled to show up somewhere. She's been cast. She's, yeah, where's she? She's in. I don't know where uh, she's going to pop up. She's in the She-Hulk? Maybe, I think, maybe. No, no. I think she. Wait, let me just look real quick, real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She is showing up in Doctor Strange. Oh, oh, she is. And then you oh, have uh, Shuri. Also, maybe they can throw her in. But that's already uh. like nine, ten people right there. It's amazing. I feel like this yeah. is a good DC or DC. I feel like this <laughs> is a good Disney Plus show. I don't know if you can make yeah. it out of a movie with these actors and actresses. Yeah, that's I, I think I think that's where they're going. That's where they're going. You think so? They're, that's they're what building I was these into a, a Young Avengers streaming series. Streaming series. That would make sense. The only, the only thing I do find kind of interesting um is like they're all supposed to be really young. Um the, the actress they cast is Riri Williams is not that young. No. Um, oh, really? Well, uh, Haley Stein. I'm googling this as we speak. Like a lot of these actors and actresses are like very young. Haley Steinfeld's 24. Okay. Um, let's see who how old this. She lady can is. still play teen. Dominique Thorne. Oh yeah, it's Dominique Thorne. I don't say how old she is. So we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, I, do, I mean, I do like. I kind of like the. Young, I mean, the Young Avengers yeah. thing is kind of interesting. That's gonna be fun. And I also thought the Enchantress at one point was also part of the Young Avengers, but she's like older than all of them. So. Okay. Hmm. I don't know. Well, and it'll be interesting. I mean, the Young Avengers, don't they They fight with Kang, too? I think so. I think he was, yeah, I think they fought him, like, first, like, in their oh. first uh, outing. Uh, right now, so we you, you mentioned all the Young Avengers that we've seen. Right now, the current itineration is Iron Lad. Oh, okay. Which is... Yep. That kid's there, too. That could be the kid from Iron Man 3. Yep. Well, he's Nathaniel Richards. He's the oh, young Nathaniel oh, Richards that becomes oh, Kang okay. and then comes back and becomes Ireland. Oh, fuck. That's convoluted. Hulkling. Yeah, Hulkling. So we might, maybe we'll see Hulkling because, and She-Hulk. Yeah, they Ooh, said that we yeah. might see his kid. Oh, okay. Right, right. Oh, right. shit. So Hulkling oh, shit. could be there. And then Hulkling is a, he is the son of the Kree hero, Captain Marvel, and the Skrull Princess Anel. He's a Kree Skrull hybrid. Oh, my God. He's hybrid. this Kree Skrull hybrid. He doesn't fit in on either side. Good Lord. Pa- Patriot, we've seen. Yeah. Wiccan. Patriot. Um, yeah. Kate Bishop, Bishop, Hawkeye, Stature. We're going, you said we're going to see. Yeah. In Ant Man. In Ant Man. There's a, a vision. Huh? In, young in vision. The, uh, it's his, one of his kids. It's his kid. He made kids. Yeah. Speed, you mentioned. Kid Loki, we've seen. Miss America. Marvel Boy. Marvel Boy. Novar. Who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, mm. and then Prodigy is a former X Men. Yeah. I've- oh, Prodigy. 
So we haven't seen all of them, but we've seen a decent amount. That's not the internet service, Prodigy? Remember that? Uh-huh. Prodigy? No, but we've seen a lot of them. They have That's enough here. <laughs> AOL, anyone? Uh, they have enough here to put together They've got a show already. A fucking fun show. Miss Marvel actually isn't in the Young Avengers. No, well, she's going to be in this one. Just shove Maybe, her in yeah. there. Perhaps. You wouldn't want to see a movie of this, though, Blake? You think this is more a TV show? I don't think there's a, there's enough uh, star power, star power. To, to, to put it on the screen. Yeah, it's got it's probably a TV show. That's the thing. All these characters have to be introduced, and you got to like them, and they're all kind of unknown people, aside from like your Haley Steinfeld. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, she's, Haley Steinfeld's probably the biggest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, other than uh, who's the one that plays Ant-Man's? Uh, oh, what was her name? Uh, she started in Freaky. That, that horror yeah. movie lately. Yeah. Not Cassie Lang. I forgot her name. Cassie Lang. She was recast. Yep. Yeah. And the actress is uh, Emma Furman. Catherine Newton. Which one of these is it? Catherine Newton. Catherine Newton is the new she one. She replaced Emma Furman. Okay. Yes. And of course, we know like it's been five years. So she's like 50 now after the snap or whatever. So she grew up while Paul Rudd was away. She grew up all. I mean, not to completely digress this, but in Ant Man, the original Ant Man, like they, his kid Cassie Lang was like a little child, right? He was like six years old, yeah, or something. yeah. And then five years pass, and he she's like fifth, like sixteen, 16 yeah, like a teenager. Mm. Hey, time works differently in the TV. Yeah, time works. Differently. <laughs> okay, let's do some news from the nation. Somebody has to fart. It's time for news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. Get the fuck out of here. It stinks. It stinks. It stinks. Well done. This is, this is very comparable to a rug boy flatulence. Even though he's not here, he's here. Lame. Yeah. Rugs will always be with us. The lingering farts yeah, that you get after. Yeah. Got a little trail yeah. of farts. Yeah, yeah. There's always yeah, yeah. that last one. You're like, oh, I didn't. Sorry. Oh, I didn't, didn't, didn't expect, didn't expect that, that one. one. <laughs> uh, I got some comments from our listeners from our Facebook group, Talking to Nation, about this episode. Ron Hans says the last 10 minutes of this was great. Like, wow. Great. Uh, and then... Another wild comment, Jess Rivera said, Killing Mobius was a perfect spot for an Owen Wilson wow. wow. Wouldn't, wouldn't wow. that have been hilarious? He gets pruned wow. and he's wow. just like, oh, wow. wow. He just gets pruned. Wow. Owen, wow. Owen Wilson has been a very pleasant surprise yeah. for me oh. in the show. I he like him a lot. He's great. Their chemistry is great. Uh, and you you feel for him and like I always kind of like Owen Wilson, yeah. but I'm never like, man, I want to see Owen Wilson again. And then I see him, I'm like, man, he's he's good. He's fair, like yeah, him. he fits in perfectly. I love love his chemistry with everyone. And, and like, he just got an inch. I mean, his nose. It's just yeah. an interesting face. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I kind of even like the little mustache and the blonde hair. Like, it's a good look. Yeah. It's not bad. I might rock. It's that. a great. I like. He has like the browns. I like silver the whole look. and the dark mustache. Yeah, yeah. it's not bad. Uh, Steve Lee says. So if we are assuming that that's New York, he's talking about the end, is there any chance that they are in a universe in which Loki succeeded in a global slash galactic success? I don't think there's enough time, but what if a variant Loki that succeeded is the big bad behind everything, created the TVA, never became a good guy, and now all the other Loki variants need to stop him? I like that. It could go there. I wouldn't be mad. Loki's hmm. stopping the main Loki versus yeah, a bunch I of th- Loki. I think that's where they're going. I think they're going. There's a, a an evil Loki. I just don't see. I mean, Kang is possible, but I just I don't think they reveal Kang yet. 
in no, this show. No, that's what I, I think it's yeah. just so early. I feel like what happens at the end of the show is the thing that will alert Kang down the line. Yeah, I think that's. I think you might be right. You know, but it Loki's created this whole TVA and this whole bureaucracy and this whole thing. Like that's crazy huge that he just fucking has been lying to these people for how long? We need answers. I need answers. <laughs> Yeah. And then Jess Rivera comments, uh, Imran, you love a conspiracy theory. What do you think of this one? He posted this uh, meme from the internet, and this guy says, I may be reading into things a little too much, probably, but was wondering if Disney did this on purpose. Did anyone else see the resemblance between the timekeeper's symbol, the lasers behind them, and the hand motion for the time stone that Doctor Strange does? I'm not a comic reader, so wasn't sure if there was a correlation or not. So, you know that little movement he does with his mm-hmm. fingers and that diamond? It looks like the fucking background this i think it's on purpose it's 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 a nice catch but i think you can drive yourself nuts with these things i don't think it's really something and we found in the past that we get burned on every fucking thing that we think is a thing it's not a thing the the one that reminds me the most the screen crush just went nuts with (laughs) the hexagons being a thing in in wandavision and it ended up being like nothing at all the hexagons were just i mean they're hexes but it was like nothing else i think there's some hexagons in this show here and there but it doesn't oh, yeah, i'm sure you could find some hexagons. i mean it's a show. shape that exists they're fucking hexagons <laughs> it's just gonna be there's a shape it's not proprietary i don't know <laughs> okay now anthony get excited you guys and blake i got some sports news we can discuss because oh. david zika shared a link to the story of uh the headline is Shaw Carey Richardson suspended for positive marijuana test barred from signature race at Tokyo Olympics. And David Zika put this comment, why is weed a banned substance? He says in Alan Iverson voice. Can someone do that? What would that sound like? Weed. In Alan Iverson. Weed. Yeah. We're talking about weed. <laughs> weed. Jesus Christ. Oh, no. Okay, that's good. I gotta tread carefully here. We're I was talking about weed. So he says we're talking about weed, not a steroid, not an athletic performance enhancer. Not something to make people run faster. Weed! This actually uh, prompted an amazing discussion in the Facebook group. It was fascinating because I have initial reaction. And first of all, the fucking Olympics are happening. Nobody's been talking about this. They're going to do it this month. Even though the Japanese people, I think, don't want the Olympics. The fucking Olympics are happening. A lot of them don't know. So that's crazy. I'm going to watch. I can't wait. Uh, it's crazy it's crazy. crazy but anthony let me get your thoughts first because initially my gut reaction is uh and it's the comment that's the running joke that everyone said is i am impressed she can run olympic speeds as a weed smoker <laughs> right <laughs> good for her they should give her a medal for that it's to me it's not a performance enhancing drug so i don't understand the problem but uh, there's it's not that cut and dry what are your thoughts on this anthony i think it's a joke i think i think the olympics i think olympic testing in, in general is um, I think it's a joke. I think everything about I think everything about drug testing in sports is is all a, a sham. I think I think I think it makes things marginally better, but the the illusion that that no everyone is clean because of this and every and that the the intent to to make things clean is is working is not. Mm. And drugs are always going to be in sports. And weed, <laughs> come on, give me a break. <laughs> I can see how weed could like dull your senses and like potentially make you you know less nervous for something and i guess that could be performance enhancing but on the list of things that we should be looking for in athletes we would be near the bottom i mean if you you're using it for recovery they do they ban aspirin and coffee it's pretty much the same thing blake though 
You had an interesting comment that was fascinating in response to this. Let's talk about that. What was your your statement? Yeah, absolutely. So I have to try to look carefully here. So of course, um, you're NCAA <laughs> coach. We understand, listeners. All don't worry. Nobody listens to this. You're fine. They don't listen. So <laughs> the, the 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 core concept behind still having marijuana on the banned substances list it it really deals with just one simple fact that yes uh, marijuana is great for anxiety depression things that um, I guess can 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 help you out there's there are a ton of benefits to it uh, and maybe more benefits than taking a hard prescription substance the the problem is the NCA the IOC the the International Olympic Committee just a, a lot of the, they, they've done rigorous tests and mm. studies and mm. uh, these studies get published and and one of the studies showed that within an, a performance athlete a sprinter so like swimming or uh, track or or any any sort of field that uses those fast twitch muscles to get a reaction time really quick off of a block or off of a you know for a start. Um, actually, it increases your heart rate, and I don't know the percentage, but it actually showed that that having some sort of THC or marijuana in your system actually increased your heart rate. And mm. as an athlete or a sprinter, as a coach that, that knows what you need to do for a sprinter, your goal is to get your heart rate uh, to a very high level to start. Mm. That way you get your blood flow going, you get your muscles um, a little bit more loose, and your muscles are a little bit more prepared and you can get those reflexes going a little bit more, believe it or not, um, if you have a little bit of marijuana in your system. So that's the problem is they're not weighing the the benefits and the the negatives here. Right. They're it's just, just saying, the oh, one this thing. one thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This yeah. one thing can help these athletes, supposedly, but we're not going to take into account the 50 things that it actually does. That I mean, that's out. interesting because it didn't occur to me. And to get that edge off the block is interesting. And I will tell you, in some look, there's different strains. It's a depressant. You use it to relax, but you also use it in creative uh, uses. And in some people, some strains, it actually, yes, it does increase your heart rate. That is, and I did not even think about that. But if you're going to ban one thing, either ban everything or let them just take everything. Yeah, that's what I say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to say that you. Let's. I think it's a little bit more nuanced. I don't. I'm not saying like athletes should be able to take everything. I'm just saying the. It's not going away. Yeah. Like the uh, and the the arguments that are made against like steroids and like a lot of these things are like, oh man, like it's so bad for you. It's gonna be like bad for your health, and it's like. Actually, like there are things that are legal that are worse yeah, for your health absolutely. than steroids. So, like the whole thing is just kind of a, a sham. Um, it's an it's an abject failure. Uh, everything about drug testing in sports is an illusion. Fuck. It's not really nothing about it is actually nothing is level. Yeah, you can is it you just can, control you can, at, at the highest levels. Nothing is. Do level. they just want to control things? Is that where this is all comes? It, from? It's just it's just because there's there's such a pronounced. Like humans in general, just they hate cheaters, yeah. right? So anything that's like considered cheating, yeah, is is so despised that like, oh, like we're not seeing the most purest thing, but you never, You're never going to get pure versus pure. <laughs> like that's almost impossible. So it, it's just something silly like this. I'm just like, you oh, know, where it would be funny stupid. to ban weed, a fucking fish concert. Get those fuckers <laughs> to play sober. Oh, You'll be like, this is garbage. What is this? I, I, 
I don't think they're taking just weed. Yeah. Oh, at those oh, well, other things too. <laughs> and you also have to take into account that this is an international event. Mm. That I mean, I I am in agreement that I I believe it should be legal in majority of athletics. Uh, now, obviously, like alcohol is banned from all shooting events. Obviously. Mm. It should be right. something like that where it should be individualized by the sport. Ah, that's interesting. Yeah, I could be but down with that. This is an international event, so yeah. they have to go by the international policy. And there Blanket are a lot rules. of countries that are very harsh. Sure. Yeah, oh, yeah. The Arab countries, they'll cut your head off and your hands and your pee-pee. So you have to take that into account, too. If she tested positive in another country, then the – it becomes a little bit more. Oh, there's uh, more legal issues there. Also. Yes. Mm. So I you just have to abide by that kind of. I feel of rule. bad for Richardson. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, it's a shitty reason not to be able to, especially since if you've been waiting since last year and trying to stay in shape because you're like, fuck, I gotta be ready for another year now. That's hard. It was, it was a great story too. Like five years ago, she finished sixth in the oh, hundred wow. meters. Wow. And five years later, man, she like dedicated five years to. Basically, go, going from last in the finals to winning, like she had a great wow. chance to win. Oh shit! So she was uh, got the yeah. momentum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks. Yeah. I mean, she's now she might still be four, able to compete years. in the relay. Oh, okay, okay. Because okay. The, I was gonna say four years is a tough time to wait yeah. for another. I don't. I don't know if she'll be the same athlete in, tw- in four years or three. Actually, because well, you of, know, I, got I've been back. following kind of like the gymnastics and the Simone Biles thing because everybody's talking about her. But again, her. She is going up in age for a gymnast, and she's like, "I now I got to fucking work another year, mm-hmm. and I'm getting old, and I don't recover as fast." But she, the the the, the clips of her, they look amazing. This gymnastics team looks like it's gonna kill. Yeah, when you have uh, when you have moves named after you, that that's how good you are. There you go. That's a good. That's, that's a yeah. good sign. Yeah. And then the other guy we have to congratulate is, of course. The Nathan's Hot Dog Contest 2021 winner. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. Uh, repeating defending world champion <laughs> Joey Chestnut. Congratulations. Broke his own world record this past Sunday, eating 76 hot dogs and buns in mm. 10 minutes. Oh, shit. Uh, this is the 14th time he has won the title in the last 15 years. He ate 26 more than the second place guy <laughs> and one more than he did last year. Congratulations, Joey Chestnut! You make America proud. Something to look up, look forward to. That's a sport. Could not be more, more disgusted at someone's talent. This is a sport I could get. Ew, they, you know, yeah, they dip it in water and just slide it down. How does, like, that's a lot. How does that? How does that come out, dude? Oh God! Uh, I don't know. I Where do you have room for seventy six hot dogs in your stomach in ten fucking minutes? I'm pretty sure they like vomit right afterwards. Oh, probably. I think I used. I watched the uh, the document. Did not the what was it the. Um, I'm a competitive eater, oh, yeah, Kobayashi. Yeah, yeah. Well, that guy is crazy. Yeah, yeah, that guy was nuts. And this guy just destroys Kobayashi. I mean, Kobayashi's not even a thing. These guys are like, they're not huge people. They're just like normal size. And I'm like, where? They have to puke it out. Where does it go? Where does it go? Do you train your throat just to open up and accept anything? And like, if you, if like, when you, when, if we want to really get into this, when Kobayashi <laughs> was a competitive eater, like, 
he would eat the way he would eat. It was almost like uh like he was a conveyor. Yeah, belt, machine. Right? He's a machine. He was just a machine. But Joey Chestnut, I'm watching him right now. He just motherfucking stuffs the food in his mouth. It's like having a seizure. It, it, it's it's not even like <laughs> does um, he chew? He just it's not all that elegant. No, no. you can't be <laughs> elegant if you want to win this thing. It's not about elegance or grace, which is why I love this. Well, sport. Kobayashi like brought some art to it. He looked like he looked good doing it. I remember the stories of Kobayashi. Like, oh, he's got he's the man with two stomachs and. Yeah, that's what they were saying. <laughs> like, my God. They were saying, like, he had, like, an enlarged stomach yeah. or something going Can on. Can you, like, surgically do that? He's like a human goat, the fucking guy. Well, Kobe, I mean, chestnuts just destroyed. Multiple yeah. stomachs. I, I, I don't know if this is, might be complete hearsay, but I thought, like, I read that, like, Kobayashi, after, like, losing, when, like, got, like, got on drugs or something. I don't or, know. Like, gained weight I'm, I'm potentially something. making all of this up. It's a rough life. Like, he went into depression. Competitive eating is a rough industry, man. It'll- he, like, tried to. <laughs> there was. There's definitely a time where he tried to. Uh, to freaking rush the Nathan's hot dog eating thing, and he got like stopped. Oh, really? Yeah, I remember. Oh. I think I remember. Well, because they, they wouldn't let him compete because he kept winning or they something. Yeah, he's, right. a, he's a ringer. He's a fucking ringer, Kobayashi. <laughs> Somebody should look up and see what he's doing. No, I want to know what he's been up to. I looked up Kobayashi on Wikipedia. Bad call. There's a lot of oh, Kobayashi. Gosh, yeah. <laughs> There's the Kobayashi Maru. Isn't Kobayashi that the Star Maru, Trek thing? Yeah. Yeah. There's so You're many gonna Kobayashi. Get that. Kobayashi is like Steve over there. Come on. It's like Imran yeah, it's, in Pakistan. Did you see the graphic that that triggered everyone on Twitter? The one that showed that he has more world championships than than Bill Russell and Rafael Nadal. Fourteen, fourteen times. Fourteen. He's got the most world championships out of anybody in sports, oh, and people were so triggered. He's by a dude. Calling he, that a Jordan sport. has nothing on him. Michael yeah. Jordan. No. Yeah. <laughs> Is it a sport? It's not in the Olympics yet. Yet. They added some yet. silly sport this year. I forget what it is. It's going to be part of the Olympics. I don't know. They yeah. had like they had about six or seven sports. Yeah, they added some. So it'll be a fun watch and see how this thing plays I'm out. I'm just looking at Kobayashi now. You want to hear some of his world records? Sure. Well, obviously the hot dog thing, it's not there yeah. anymore. But he ate 150 rice balls, 20 pounds, in 30 minutes. Oh, God. 13 grilled cheese sandwiches in one minute. In one minute? Three, 337 buffalo wings in 30 minutes. Holy shit. 41 lobster rolls in 10 oh, minutes. Oh, God. All that lobster in 10 minutes? 57 cow brains, 17.7 pounds in 15 uh, Cow brain is like scrambled eggs. I've had that. 93 hamburgers in 8, 159 tacos in 10, Jeez. 62 slices of pizza in 12. So he holds all uh, these records still. I don't know if he still Fuck holds them. I'm just reading his Jesus stat Christ, list. 11.92 pounds of chicken satay. <laughs> one cheese steak in 24 seconds. <laughs> 24 seconds. 21.3 pounds of soba noodles in 12 minutes. <laughs> I can't get my mind around the the rice. That's just that's because that just instantly inflates. Yeah. Oh in yeah, your that, that instantly inflates. Let me look up Joey Chestnut. See what he's got. Burp he's pigeons got explode when you feed oh, them. He's rice. got a lot of shit going on. Here. This a, is too much the, to read. The lemonade chugging contest right after this year. They had an oh, inaugural a, whoa. a chugging contest really? this year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm reading Joey Chuck. He's got a lot. His list is much longer. I'm not going to read the whole thing. But one that sticks out: 15 bowls, 1.875 gallons of gumbo whoa. in eight minutes. In eight oh. minutes, a, whoa! Over a gallon of gumbo. Ugh. Uh, 28 pounds of poutine in 10 minutes. Oh, 32 Big Macs in 30, 38 minutes. Uh, yeah. These people's shits have to be the worst fucking shit you've ever seen. Well, they do it. They don't just do hot dogs. Like hot dogs is like the main one here in America, but they they do all sorts of different competitive. Yeah, I mean, there's like, like pie eating contests and all these other. I mean, he's his list here is crazy. <laughs> can I find this the, is. Can I find the lifespan of a competitive eater? I mean, I can't be long. How much cholesterol <laughs> yeah. is stuck it's in their five fucking years. veins? Your yeah. liver explodes. In their arteries. This is true American sports at work. It's great. It's a great sport. 
Uh, yes. Okay, let's finish up with some what are we watching? Anthony, not what, what are you watching? Are you watching anything? When did you watch? I'm trying to think. No. No? Nothing? NBA Finals. Okay, yeah, that's good. There we go. Good stuff. Exciting. Is it exciting or is it boring? Hasn't started yet. Hasn't started. Oh, so it's exciting. <laughs> uh, the conference, the Western Finals, I just watched. Western Eastern Finals. They were good. Yeah. Okay. A lot of injuries this year in the NBA, though, so. Damn, so many Kind injuries. of a tough playoffs to watch because you're not seeing the best players. I saw that one dude bend his leg the other way. Oh, hi- yeah, and he didn't actually tear anything in his Whoa. knee, which is unbelievable. Looked, he might play in the That finals. looked nasty. I was like, I can't look at that. That was bad. That's literally a Greek freak. Should not be bending that way. Well, look, Anthony, uh, briefly, Blake and I will talk about the big sci-fi Chris Pratt movie that's burning up the fucking streamings on Amazon. The Tomorrow War. Yeah, let's uh, go. Which we both talked about. Now, we can talk about it briefly here, but we did record uh, some of our, our instant thoughts before Anthony got here. So that'll be on the Patreon, listener. Uh, me and Blake talking about the Tomorrow War on Amazon. So this movie currently is uh, 53% tomato meter. And, uh, you know, I still read the Roger Ebert reviews, whoever reviews uh, for Ebert. I know it's not Ebert, obviously, but they gave it one and a half stars out of out of four. But I will tell you, Blake, I, uh, I kind of dug it. I didn't think it was uh, one and a half star. And the movie is derivative of every science fiction movie you've seen from like Terminator to Aliens to Edge of Tomorrow to Tenet, Time Travel, all that. Chris Pratt. Maybe not the most charismatic guy. He's kind of the same bland action guy uh, that he is in every movie. But and parts of it predictable, but it was fun. And it did some things that I liked. And J.K. Simmons was fun. What would you say? Would you recommend this? What would you think of this movie, Blake? Yeah, it's it's entertaining. And that's I think that's the big takeaway is, um, you know, it's a good way to it is long. Um, yeah, it's it, over it, two hours long. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is a good way if you've got you know if you've got two hours, you could turn it on in the background, and um, it's it's something just to kind of have on your screen and watch. You know, it's better than Infinite. It is definitely better <laughs> than fucking Mark Wahlberg's Infinite. That's for sure. But I, I thought the concept of going going I guess going forward into the future to to fight a war it it's a, it's a cool concept. I like the idea. I just don't like the the preachy bits about the environment and the the politics. It gets a little bit too much for me. But I thought the story was fine. I thought J.K. Simmons. You're right. J.K. Simmons was awesome. He's Sam great Richardson was great. He was great as um, Charlie. He had a, a, some great comic bits. But I think you really could have placed anybody into that Chris Pratt role, and Ab- it would have been the same movie. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Anthony, you find Chris Pratt a little generic I mean, he does shine as Star-Lord under James Gunn's direction, but we've seen him be the same guy in fucking Jurassic Park. And he's literally oh. the same guy. He's just this same person, generic yeah. dude really? in this movie. Well, yeah, I haven't seen him in too much other than the Marvel stuff and um, Jurassic World. That being said, yeah, I mean, he kind of is playing the same guy, you know, but... There's actors that do that. Keanu Reeves is the same guy in every movie he's in. That's true, um, and he works best when he doesn't have any lines. Also, yeah, I, I, I think true. I do. I think Chris Pratt is charismatic, though, and I think he's, he's got a, screen listen, presence. He's a draw. I was telling Blake like that oh. movie came up, and I, I was with my wife, and she doesn't watch sci-fi movies, and I was like, "Oh, I'm going to watch this," and she goes, "Oh, Chris Pratt!" Like everybody does, Chris Pratt. He's become a draw to where like, "Oh, Chris Pratt's in the movie. Yeah, I'll throw it. I'll watch." So. Uh, it, so it, you know, the, the time, the, it's about the war 30 years in the future, aliens invade and they got the U S comes back. The world has to come together 
bring soldiers from the past to fight this war. So the whole concept of like the government setting up this kind of makeshift uh, system for how to recruit people was interesting. The time travel loop theory that they use, I thought was interesting. Some of the things don't make sense. And the end of it ends just like fucking aliens, like every science fiction movie. But I would say, give it a watch. If you have some time, it's not the worst thing. I give it like a six out of 10, probably. So it's not that bad. Huh? It's not that bad. What would you give it, Blake? Yeah, I, I gave it a three out of five on. There you go. That's like a six uh, yeah. online, but yeah. yeah. Uh, Bloody, let's uh, we can have a uh, you can ran on on the 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 group page the the Jock and Nerd Nation or you yeah. can call in to <laughs> plug your rant on this movie. I'm excited to hear it. Yeah, Bellotti wanted to know if we were reviewing it because he's dying to rant about this, which is going to be amazing. So somehow we'll get a Bellotti rant about the Tomorrow War, but it's pretty buzzy. It's this movie they're promoting it hard. I feel like it's done good visually. The effects are all right. The alien yeah. design is okay. They're kind of like dogs and lions and with tentacles. It's all right. It's not bad. There's some good parts and some predictable parts. So yeah. for what concept's for. a good idea. Yeah. I also like randomly binged the whole season of this Netflix show called Blown Away, which is not a show about fellatio. Oh, shit. That's what I thought it was. <laughs> it's not. It's about glass blowing. It's a reality show, but it's fucking fascinating. Glass blowing is a crazy and it was fun to watch uh, these people blow. <laughs> so check that out if you're into glass blowing. Out this week, a couple of things you guys can check out. The movie Raya and the Last Dragon, the Disney animated movie, is now available to all Disney subscribers. It was Premier Access. came out in the theaters. Uh, this movie is 95% oh, wow. on Rotten Tomatoes. I heard, actually, that the action is very good. And I might give it a watch now that it's open and available. Uh, another thing to watch for on Disney Plus, The Simpsons. Now, so now that Disney owns the fucking Fox and The Simpsons and Marvel and Star Wars, they can just smush things together, and they're starting to do that with The Simpsons. There's going to be a short out on July, the day this show comes out, Wednesday, July 7th on Disney Plus, called The Good, The Bart, and The Loki. Geek boner! And uh, Tom Hiddleston is providing the voice of Loki, and it's a Marvel-themed short from uh, The Simpsons that's now owned by Disney. So... I, don't, I guess that's a good thing that they can mush all these things together. It's also weird. Yeah, they're just going to milk these IPs dry. Oh, my God. They can, they're going to smush everything. It'll be yeah. Simpsons versions of everything. And then the last thing, if you are a fan of DC live action properties and Tiddens, uh, Tiddens Season 3, HBO Max, Monday, July 12th. I think I don't know if they're doing a couple episodes or it comes out once a week. But I'm going to watch that shitty show because I watched the first <laughs> two and it got a little bit better. And I want to see how they deal with this Jason Todd fucking Red Hood bullshit happening really fast. Yeah, they're going to do that really fast, aren't they? I'm going to right. watch it, but I won't like it. Yeah, what did you think of the first two seasons of Titans? Oh, they weren't great. The first <laughs> one... <laughs> Tell us what you really think. The first one was, the first one was bad. I, yeah. I thought the yeah. first season was really bad. This bad. Um, I, it did progress a, a little bit, but it yeah. didn't really like move the meter too much for me. Do you like any of those shows that they've put on? Uh, Doom Patrol's okay. I love Doom Patrol. It's fucking Doom great. Doom Patrol's okay. I, what, do you, what do you consider like in that genre? Harley Quinn, the animated series? Is that Harley, considered in definitely. There? Harley Quinn is one of them, and that's probably the best, but it's not yeah. live action. Yeah. Stargirl is not bad. Oh, Luke, I haven't seen that. Luke Wilson is in that one. Okay. So you got, he's, and he's good in that. 
And Swamp Thing was uh, okay, but uh, they canceled it and it wasn't able to finish. Wait, is, is Stargirl part of that like Berlanti verse? That CW verse, or is yeah, that well, it's separate? like in between. It is a Berlanti show, but it premiered on the DC Universe oh, app, okay. and now it's on HBO Max. But it's actually a good Berlanti show. Uh, also, like Superman and Lois is very good. I watched the first episode and I completely forgot about it, but it was good. The first episode was really good that I watched. It's a good show. Keep watching. Keep watching. Anything else? That's good. Uh, Anthony, any final comments you want to get out? Make sure when you guys do ever get onto a podcast to make sure you prep for the podcast. <laughs> uh, don't be an Anthony. Don't be a jock. Don't do what, what I do don't do, and do. come in blind and then <laughs> send emails throughout the entire show. How's that bachelor party? It's going to be dope. You're hooking it up. Should be good. Oh, yeah, it's going to be fire. Austin is a great place. Austin, Texas. That's more important than this bullshit anyways. You need to hook, <laughs> hook that shit up. Uh, Blake, you want to plug anything? Thank you so much for hanging out. I loved having you here. You Not did. Really. I don't have uh, I don't have much to plug right now. Sorry, I totally cut you off. I did a no, little. Rev- I did a reverse there. That's good. I deserve yeah, he, that. He needs to be cut <laughs> off. That, so that's what that feels like. Huh? Yeah, oh, shit. Cool. Mm, so sorry about that. <laughs> no, dude, you are a great fill-in, and I just love having you on the show. And thank you for your support. For li- when did you start listening? What was the first? Do you remember? What was the first episode you listened? Yeah. To? So I actually. Um, I listened to – I was driving to Florida from southern Indiana. It was like a 12-hour drive. Yeah. Um, and I was on I was on Spotify, and I was just randomly looking. I think I typed in uh, like comic book podcast or comic book in in just the search bar, and you guys yeah. came up. You're like third on the list. Nice. And nice. It was like the WTF of Spider-Man 3. Oh, that's an old – that's a long time ago. Wow. I think that's the first one I listened to was the What the Fuck of Spider-Man 3, and that, that kind of got me hooked. That was the first one. That yeah. was the first the first chapter. We've done fifteen. We're gonna do another one soon. I can't thank you enough for all the posting, for the patronage, for just being a fucking downright good dude and being part of the community. Yeah, you're awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm on for the long haul. However you however long you guys do this, I'll be here. Fuck yeah, we got Blake as long as we <laughs> go. I got we got one. Got one, no matter what. For sure. <laughs> Thanks for listening, listener. Check out the website for links to everything, uh, all the bullshit we talked about. Share the show. Text it to a buddy. Post it in your Facebook groups, whatever. We'd appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. My name is Anthony. He's the jock. He's the nerd. We will peep you next time. Be more funny. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's really good. Fuck that show. Oh, Rocks. Jogging nerd! <laughs>